welcome to another episode of Visalia Unified Voices, where you can listen to stories, learn about innovative programs, and the future of learning in our district and beyond. At Visalia Unified, we are focused on being prepared, connected, and kind. Today, we'll listen to how kindness spreads on our campuses and how you can plan to be kind every day. everyone and welcome. This is Brittany Valencia, HRD Coordinator of Educator Support and Induction. Today we will be hosting a podcast with two amazing students and I will let you guys introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Derek Gonzalez and I'm a junior at Golden West High School. I'm involved in a lot of things. I'm a lot involved in ASB, football, track, um, Interact Club, DECA, the Business Finance Academy overall. if that was DECA, FBOA, um, Interact, um, CSF, and I think it's, I don't know if I missed anything, but yeah, I think it's. I mean, could you miss anything? You're pretty involved, which is <laughs> yeah. awesome. And Hillary, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Hillary Topete. I am a junior here at Golden West. I play volleyball. I am an ASB, and I'm also going to try to get into CSF. Awesome. So today we are going to be discussing Kindness Week. And this is all about kindness at your site and in your personal life as a student here. And probably just the impact it's had on you so far being high school students. We are, as a district, focusing on how we are being prepared and connected and helping kindness grow. So we wanted to get the voices of students that experience it every day here at Golden West. So first question for you guys, thinking about kindness. How do you think being prepared helps in fostering a kinder school environment? I think just creating, like, a culture of just having people always have the thought of being kind and not just like hesitating. Do I want to act kind today? Do I want to give act of kindness today? Yeah, I love that. What about you, Derek? Um, I think I fully agree with what um, Hillary said. I think the difference between receiving kindness and also giving the kindness, I think being prepared of also being able to give it. I think it's the little things that matter that like make someone's day. That's the little things in kindness. And I think little goes a long ways. Are you mindful of that? When someone is kind to you, are you mindful to be kind to others during the day? Is that something that you see often here? I would say, yeah. I feel like um, here at Golden West, we have, like, everyone really knows each other. And so I think we know, like, how, like, you know what? I think that person maybe needs, like, a nice comment today. Or maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll go talk to that person. I haven't talked to them in a while. I grew up with that person, but I haven't said anything to them in a while. I'll go say hi to them. It also goes along with, like, if I give an act of kindness to someone, that person will also continue and it'll just keep going and going. So paying it forward. Yeah. So you are both active in ASB. Is that something you discuss within, because you said that you guys are tight-knit. How do you think that's built here? How is that built through ASB? The reason, like, personally I joined ASB is because I saw, like, the impact that it had. I saw, like, how in, I wanted to be more involved personally in the school. And I saw all the activities and all the directions that they were pointing us to. And, like, kindness, even especially we have these weeks called Kindness Week. And they have activities and stuff throughout, like, the week for us to do and, like, uh, interact with others. And I feel like I saw how interactive each and everyone was because I feel like ASB is it's a really diverse group of people that make one and to see like all of those like branches of your school interact in one and make like you know like the student government, I think it's like a really cool thing. I agree. Um, just having, like Derek said, having different type of people. Like there's some quiet ones, but those quiet ones they they do a lot in our class. Like they may not seem like they, but they do a lot. And the ones that are more active and more hyper in our ASB class, like they just bring the whole ASB together. A 
Attention Super Teachers! Visalia Unified School District wants you. Join us at our upcoming job fair on February 16th at the TCOE office on 6200 South Mooney Boulevard. So be sure to register at busd.org backslash careers. At the event, you can find us on the second floor. Our VUSD heroes will be in capes and help navigate you on your way to success. Our mission, every student learning every day. In VUSD, everyone is someone's hero. I want to talk to you about staff. So staff isn't just teachers, right? It's all of the different employees at the site, which are all equally important to making sure students are, one, being kind but learning every day. That's a huge goal, right? Mm -hmm. And being kind contributes to that. How do you think the staff makes you feel here? There's a staff member here at our, our campus. I'm not sure what his name is, but he is always in the mornings, especially like I walk into school and he's there at the gate saying good morning to everybody. He's always walking around, giving fist bumps, high five. Um, and I feel like he doesn't get recognized as much just because he's not really like a teacher here on campus. And it just, I see it and I see how others react to it. And it's just, it's just like an awe moment. Like um, other teachers, they also always stand outside their door and say good morning to everybody and have a conversation with them, which is really nice. Like seeing the adults engage with the students. And how does it make you feel to have someone greet you every morning? It makes me feel good. Like just... Somebody being kind of having their time to say good morning. I'm kind of going off of what Hillary said. Like, when you, like you said that question, like, one of my um, old teachers, she's still on the campus, but, like, she's not even my teacher anymore. But I still think about it because I still go and talk to her. And similar, like she said, they stand outside the door. I feel like it just shows that they care. When you're being interactive and you're showing that you care, I feel like that makes the students stay better. Her name's Silji Serrano. Like, having a teacher to go talk to whenever you need to. Like, I still go to her class sometimes. I'm like, hey, like, and I talk to her and I sit in there. And it's just having that environment of comfortability that you're like, I feel comfortable here. And you know what? I have a teacher that I feel like I can talk to whenever I want and she will listen to me. Or even just, I can sit there and she'll, like I just feel comfortable in the classroom. I feel like that's safe. Yeah. As a former teacher, I think that's our number one goal is one, to keep you safe. This is a safe place for students. And so why is having a safe place to go so important? I feel like for me personally, with <laughs> COVID, like I didn't get a middle, necessarily, necessarily a middle school experience. That happened during middle school. So during seventh grade, it was cut short. So I didn't get to experience that. So you're almost like felt in your rush to grow up almost. Like to think that it was like almost four years ago, um, COVID, it's just like having that, like almost that little kidding you feel comfortable. Like, you know, like when you're like in a first grade class and you have like feel that warmth, you're sitting just at a table not having as much responsibility and feeling comfortable, like, you know, I'm just going to do some arts and crafts today. You know, you're not doing that, but you still have that, like, you're familiar with that, like, that space. And having that in, like, a classroom, I feel like is, like, crucial. Like, I need play, a place to relax and, like, be almost like that kid in this mindset, but still be, like, grown, like a grown-up growing up. So you're a junior. Yeah. When did you take her class? What year were you? Um, I had her freshman and sophomore year. So coming in from missing middle school yeah. during COVID to mm -hmm. then jumping in, because socially you felt that, right? Coming mm -hmm. into high school and not having that time to adjust. Because yeah. middle yeah. school is like a huge growth time mm -hmm. for kids. Like if you ask me, and I won't say my age because we're recording, but <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago, but you remember it. You always yeah. remember how you feel. Those feelings come back. So 
that's really what you're talking about yeah. is having her that timeline. Mm -hmm. So three years later, you still go see her. I have, um, a, I had in my freshman year, he's a woodshop teacher, Mr. Villalobos, and I still go to his classroom to this day. How does kindness impact mental health and well-being, both for the giver and receivers? I would say like um, how it would impact me. Like if I were to give kindness, I feel like you um, you give something and I feel like eventually down the road you will receive something. You hope to be kind to other people and hope to receive that back. Um, it's like little acts of kindness. If it's holding the door open for somebody, you hope that, you know, maybe someday, you know, if I need, if someone won't be rude when I'm walking in a restaurant and just close the door on me. I mean, if I just, the little things, I hope that that makes that person's day and eventually down the road that will come back to me and make, make me feel like, oh yeah, that's because I did that so many things to be kind that it came back to me, even if it's just one little thing. What about, have you ever been in a challenging situation where choosing kindness made a difference? I don't think it's challenging, but there has been a, a time where I was at Walmart with my mom and we were at the self-checkout and next to us was, I seen this elderly, elderly lady at the corner of my eye. She was checking out, but she had like, her car was full. So I went over and I asked her, do you need, do you want me to help you with, you know, checking out? And she said, yes, of course. But when I asked her, like her eyes just like lit up. After I finished checking out, she gave me her car so I could pay for everything. And then at the end, she just kept telling me like, thank you so much. Like, you don't know how much this means to me. Like, God bless you. Who do you think helped influence that part of you? Definitely my mom. Did your mom comment after you did yeah, that? What did she, mom say? She definitely said like, um, cause she knows I'm really shy. I'm not really like out there, but she was, she said, I'm, I'm proud of you that you went off to go help her. Like I'm going to tear up as a mom <laughs> and, I'm, you know, just seeing you, that's huge. So what specific actions can school adults take to promote a culture of kindness? I would say just showing that I feel like that you care. And I feel like we've tried to do that with ASB too. We try to get our staff to be involved in like our rallies. We have the staff versus students rally. I feel like showing that you just like that smile on your face that you're doing activities like us or showing that like you you have joy being here. I feel like you, in order to have joy at your school, you got to like when you come through the door, I personally, I want to see joy. I understand like teachers have their own situations. Teachers are, they're, they're humans too, you know. Going back to what Hillary said, like standing outside in front of the door and um, greeting students, I feel like that does go a long ways. And it shows me that like you care, like you, you care to see me walk into your door. Yes. So we talked about kindness week or acts of kindness. You two are great models of living kindness every day. Talk to us. Talk to adults because they're the ones that are going to be listening. How can we do better? Just showing that you understand. And I feel like a lot of things are misconstrued that like our younger generation doesn't, that we're lazier, that we're, that we don't understand. But I feel like being understanding and understanding that you're almost, that I felt like me personally, I was rushed into like a, almost this like almost adulthood. Like I graduate in less than a year and a half. Like. I think that's really huge. So I feel like being understanding and showing kindness, not necessarily being, you know, like the that that you're being too soft. That's not necessarily what I mean. I mean necessarily like just understanding and having that compassion and empathy towards a younger generation. They were a newer generation and an old generation took care of them. Eventually that will be us. We will have to take care of the new generations and eventually those newer generations will take care of us. And I feel like overall it comes back to you in a way. Derek, deep thinking.
<laughs> so really treating others how you would want to be treated. Yeah. And even though we're older, we have years under our belt, understanding that you're at this stage in your life. Yeah. And giving a little grace. Yeah. And compassion. Uh-huh. And you said empathy, which I love. Thank you both so much for taking the time to allow us to come in and interview you and being so brave and transparent and kind with sharing all of your insight into how you promote kindness and others do around you. And thank you to the listeners for tuning into our podcast today. And I hope that from listening to both Derek and Hillary, we learn how to be a little bit more kind. It's always great to hear how our students come prepared to be kind in and outside of campus and the crucial role adults play in the overall well-being of our students. Small acts of kindness can go a long way and they can come back to you in much bigger ways. Please remember to share and follow us on your preferred platform and stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Until next time, I believe in, I belong in, I am BUSD.